0: Welcome. Pull up a seat, slip on your headphones, or just turn up the volume a bit. You found The Glenise Show with Glenice Hughes. This is not a show for those who are fine with a small life. No, we go big here. You can transform every aspect of your life if you just know where to start. Now, here is your host,
1: Glenise. Hello, and welcome to The Glenny Show. You may have noticed last week that we have a brand new name and a brand new look, and even a brand new sound. Like, I just love the new music. I love the old stuff, too. Uh, and it was time for a change. So here we are the Glenise show. And I am so so grateful for you listening in. Thank you so much. And I absolutely love getting your feedback. And I'm so grateful when shows really uh, contribute to you. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I am so grateful. Uh, and soon to be launched will be my webpage, which is going to be glenisehughes.com. Uh, and all of the other web pages that I have, which is two other ones will actually, if you happen to go to them or you have them bookmarked or something, you will actually be redirected once the new one is live. So I just love technology. It makes it so much ease and so much joy and so much glory to really just, um, you know, update everything and have it be really simple. So, all right. This week's show, three ways to avoid being famous and rich. (laughs) Because, you know, you want to avoid it. (laughs) actually this, this show was inspired by, uh, I'm running a group right now. It's called the Business Creation Club. And the first part is just kind of coming to an end. And every Monday I post in that group and I just ask people, what are they asking for this week? You know, what are they asking for in their business, in their lives? What are they asking for? And one of the gals posted uh, like a whole bunch of stuff and, and one to use the word famous. And Every once in a while, there'll be a word that just kind of really intrigues me. And what I do is I go to the the reference materials from Access Consciousness. So most of you know that I use the tools from Access Consciousness in this show uh, and in my daily life and in every class I facilitate and everywhere because they're freaking awesome. Uh, And so they've got these things called the reference materials. And once you have been to a foundation class and a choice of possibilities class in Access, you can actually purchase the reference materials. And I highly recommend them. They're PDFs and they're searchable. So it makes it really easy. So all I have to do is type the word famous into this huge uh, PDF and everywhere that the word has been used pops up. And so when I had that, uh, you know, the famous really jump out at me today, I I went and I searched it and it was like, wow, it was so, so interesting to me, you know, in terms of like famous, uh, you know, form and form, (laughs) fame and fortune, you know, rich and famous, like that energy. And, and it's really like, imagine if you were willing to be rich and famous, like, imagine how much judgment you would receive. Imagine how different you would be. Imagine how not mediocre your life would be. Like, truly, like, fame and fortune. Yeah. And how much we actually stop it. Like, how much we want to make sure that that doesn't occur And it's interesting, and that's why I kind of played with the title in terms of three ways to avoid it, as though, you know, you want to. uh, And yet most of us choose to. You know, most of us choose to avoid it, to push it away, to resist it. Yeah. And what might actually be possible if we didn't do that. And one of the things that that Gary Douglas, the founder of Access, he talks about in the reference materials with regards to famous, is he says, famous is not being, say, Tom Cruise or Nicole Kidman. That's being the flavor of the month. Many of those people lose it all because they're not willing to have it. Fame is who you're famous with and in what circles you're famous. So it's like, you don't have to want to be like a movie star or like a you know a multimillion dollar record record singer whatever <laughs> that's not the proper term but you know you it's not that you necessarily want that but if you're in business for yourself are you willing to be famous in your circle in your family are you willing to be famous in your family and one of the things that i even asked the the people in the business creation club is like are you willing to be famous in your life like for you like, you know, so often we put that energy external to us. We go, oh, well, uh, I need some, I need to know about whatever. I need to contact somebody else. Like It's like we we don't even get excited to spend time with ourselves or, like, really acknowledge the gift that we be and celebrate us. Like, would you be willing to be famous in your life? Ah. <sighs> everything that just brought up. Well, you just started uncreated all times a gazillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, nine puck, shorts, boys and beyonds. And, you know, depending on how that read for you, like, who are you being when you're not willing to be famous in your life? Like, who are you mimicking? Who did you see not be willing to be famous in their own life? Everything that is, we well, you destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, putt, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And how many jails are you using to create the domination of E equals MC squared with regards to refusing fame and fortune? Are you choosing everything that is? We well, you destroy and uncreate it all times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, putt, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And for those not familiar, that clearing is a a very new clearing from, well, maybe not very new, but newer clearing from Access Consciousness. Uh, And I've done a few shows using it, I believe. I've also done a couple of uh, classes, online classes doing it. One was about clearing the jails. Um of creating your future. So judgments, agendas, inventions, and lies. And then just this past weekend, I did one on uh, clearing the jails of money. Oh my gosh, both of them were so freaking phenomenal. So in the show notes on my page, glennishughes.net, go to radio show, uh, and you'll see this show. um, In the show notes there, you will see that I've got links to those. You can either get um, you can get just one or there's a discount of $20 if you get both of them. Honestly, you guys, absolutely amazing. Like, and and I mean, I I, I love my stuff anyway, of course. And that both of those were phenomenal. So thank you to everybody who joined, because that really is what creates a class also is the people willing to show up and ask their questions so phenomenal but basically the clearing is very very simple as are all clearings from access what or sorry how many jails am i using to create the domination of e equals mc squared with regards to blank am i choosing put whatever you're struggling or would like different in the blank and Run it. <laughs> Run it. Phenomenal stuff. So how many jails are you using to create the domination of E equals MC squared with regards to never being all of you are you choosing? Everything that is we destroy and created all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, box shorts, boys, and beyonds. And so the reason that I talk about being all of you is that truly, to be fame and fortune, no, to be rich and famous, that's gonna be the better way to say it, Uh, it's the willingness to be all of you. So that is one way to avoid the fame and fortune that's actually possible for you, is to not be willing to be all of you. And, you know, like really... Truly, if fame and fortune is something that lights you up or like, again, it doesn't have to be on the big, big screen. It could be just in your life, your living, your business, your money flows, your career, whatever it is, you have to be willing to be all of you. And that means you're not doing what I often talk about in shows of jumping into other people's universes to see what they're comfortable with to see how you need to be around them for them to feel uh, happy with you or for them to like you. It's like where you're just willing to show up and be all of you. Now, (laughs) with that said, being all of you does not mean that you shut off your awareness to what will create more. Because if you're going to be all of you, that is an awareness also all of you is infinite awareness so then you would actually know at say the the christmas table <laughs> not spouting off all of the uh, swear words that you've you know heard in your life <laughs> i mean maybe it would create more but chances are pretty unlikely that that would actually create more um on a side note, we just watched the movie again. We love the movie Paul. If you haven't seen it, it's freaking hilarious. Uh, hubby being English, he's, you know, we watch a lot of English movies and stuff and, and, uh, Simon Pegg and his humor. Uh, and they would just love it. And in there, there's a woman who never, ever swore. And then, chose to, and, like, the swear words she comes up with are so freaking hilarious, and just when I was talking about swearing, like, just, you know, rambling off all the swears, you know, at Christmas dinner just made me think of that, and, um, you know... (laughs) always be in your awareness. But that's often what I see people do, especially once they've taken a couple of classes from Access Consciousness, is they go into, well, here I've been you know, pretending that I'm so much less or I have been doing everything for everybody else. Now I'm gonna just kind of bombard and push and and force with who I am. And it's like, that's actually not what being all of you is. Being all of you is the willingness to be aware and a willingness of to be aware of what will create more and know when it's going to actually create more to do something that maybe in the past you wouldn't have done. Yeah, wow, everything that just brought up, lead a story and it all, right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, put, shorts, boys and beyonds. So it might be, you know, spouting off some swear words. It might be never swearing again. It might, like, there's so many things But the willingness to be all of you is also the awareness and the choice of what will create more here. Yeah, you know, maybe you've never ever went in 10 years, you haven't went to see your family at Christmas, because of, you know, who knows what. And then when you actually are willing to be all of you, and willing to ask questions, it may be light for you, you may get the sense it would actually create more to go there. So the willingness to be all of you sometimes does look a little bit different than what we've decided it should or concluded that it would. You know, if I was willing to be all of me, I'd never ever see that person again. It's like, actually, no, if you were willing to be all of you, you wouldn't have a barrier up to it if you were willing, if you, you know, got the information or the awareness, not information, but the awareness that it would actually create more. So it's often a really misunderstood, <laughs> the willingness to be all of you is often very misunderstood or misidentified, really. So everywhere that you've misidentified or misapplied, being all of you and what that should look like, what that has to look like, what that needs to look like, that w- what that will look like, will you just destroy and uncreate it all and return it to sender with consciousness? right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, poc, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And it's not that all of a sudden, you know, you can never do what you want to do, or you always have to, you know, be the bigger person or all those, you know, crazy phrases. It's really just the, the acknowledgement or the, the awareness of what will create more here. And then if that does bring up some crazy for you, then just be willing to clear it. Just run, run the clearing phrase statement, like right, wrong, good, bad, online, pad buck, shorts, boys beyonds. Or the crazy phrase from Access is also a really great um, tool it is a tool. It's just a bunch of words, but it's still a very potent tool. So you can just kind of even get the energy of something where maybe you have some points of view about. So let's say it is spending Christmas with your family and you really, you don't want to go based on past experience and you don't, you know, you have all these points of view. Like if you just kind of bring up the energy of it and then run, everything is the opposite of what appears to be nothing is the opposite of what it appears to be everything is the opposite of what it appears to be nothing is the opposite of what it appears to be everything is the opposite of what it appears to be nothing is the opposite of what it appears to be everything is the opposite of what it appears to be nothing is the opposite of what it appears to be until there's space around it. Once there's space, then you can actually truly get a sense of if it would create more or if it's not going to create more, but then it's not based on your points of view. It's actually based on awareness. You actually know what the energy of it is. And the other thing you want to look at with, you know, with regards to not being willing to be everything is like, if you were, who have you decided you would lose? Yeah, everything that is, we'd and stored an uncreated all times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, shorts, boys, meons. And, and if you were everything that you are, if you chose to be that truth, what would you lose? Everything that is, we destroy and stored an uncreated all times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, shorts, boys, meons. Those two questions, you, you probably hear me say them a lot because they really can give you an awareness of some story or some invention or some lie that you've bought that, and or <laughs> it's actually an awareness. You know, like if you were everything that you truly be and you become rich and famous, your best friend would tell you to get lost. Now that might be a lie, that might be an invention, it might be a story, and it might be an awareness, But really, truly, does that work for you to have a friend who wouldn't celebrate you choosing more? And, and if that's a yes, it does. Like, you you know, you really adore that person. Cool, keep them. Like, do you don't have to get rid of them. Or you don't have to say, no, they're holding me back. Or you don't judge them or your choice at all. Just be willing to be honest with you about it. Be like, oh, okay, you know what? Yeah, I really, really like them. And I'm not willing to, to, to not have them in my life. So yeah, for now, I, I won't choose fame and fortune. Cool. Just an awareness, just a, a willingness to be honest with you. So everything that brought up, we destroy and create it all. Yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, putt, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And if you were willing to be all of you, what would change? Yeah, everything that is, we destroy and create all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, putt, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Now, often a response to a question like that is everything. You know, the person just is like, seriously, everything would change. And then it's like, yeah. So everywhere you're not willing for everything to change, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, potpock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Because again, it gives you an awareness of, you know, what you're, where you're operating from that, wow, if I chose that, everything would change. And somewhere along the way, you've decided everything changes isn't, everything changing isn't a good idea. When really, everything changes all the time. Like I I often think, and myself included, you know, how funny it is that we try to stop that, or we try to keep things the same you know, and this move to this new acreage, as much as I desired to be here and and have it all like there was that like, Oh my gosh, well, this will change. And then that'll change. And that'll be different. And I have to find a new hairdresser. And like, you know, so much of that, just that crazy. And I mean, seriously, who did it belong to anyway? So all right, we're gonna head to break. And just a reminder, (laughs) The number one way to avoid fame and fortune is to not be willing to be everything you truly be. (laughs) All right, we'll be right back.
2: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Did you know that
0: Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness from across Europe, New York, to California, Australia, and across Canada, along with her beautiful acreage near Edmonton, Alberta? Plus, you can also join many of Glenise's phenomenal classes, live-streamed from the comfort of your home. Check Glenise's schedule at GleniseHughes.com. If you would like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. GleniseHughes.com.
3: Did you know that Glenys travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does
0: You're tuned in to The Glenys Show. Want to find out more about what Glenys and the show are about? Visit com. Again, that's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E-Hughes.com. Now, back to our show.
1: Welcome back, everybody. So we are talking about three ways to avoid fame and fortune. In case you were wondering how to avoid it... <laughs> So number one was not being willing to be everything that you be. And number two, which kind of is the same and totally different, maybe, is in order to avoid fame and fortune, make sure that you are mediocre. (laughs) And you know what? I mean, I laugh and I am really starting to acknowledge just how hard it is to be mediocre. And I know there was a radio show that I did where I talked about Dane's challenge in his um, This is the Year to Be You Facebook group where he the the 24 hour challenge was to be mediocre. And he listed all these things that we couldn't do if we were going to choose the challenge. And it was just so freaking hilarious to me because I wouldn't have lasted three minutes. Like I didn't even I didn't even attempt the challenge because it was no way. Uh, And I get that, you know, the way that he shared it in his video of it, and um, I actually believe they even sent out an email with it was really the invitation for us to recognize how mediocre we aren't. You know, I have the brightest red hair color I can get. There's some purple in it just for fun. I went to the store the other day to actually buy some underwear. There's something you needed to know. Uh, And came out with a purple velour blazer. (laughs) And then what was really freaking funny is right after that, I had my hair uh, appointment and the gal who does my hair now is probably 20 years younger than me. And I was saying to her this, you know, I got this, bought this purple velour blazer. And she's like, I don't think I know what velour is. <laughs> oh my God. Because I remember when I was six, like I remember wearing it and loving the feel of it. And so a couple months ago or whenever I bought a velour dress and now I've got this blazer. Oh my gosh, so much fun, like so much fun. And I wouldn't have probably ever thought of that as different, even though I, and maybe a lot of people are buying them. I don't know, but it just seems like so, you know, you, you can't go unnoticed when you are wearing a velour purple blazer, um, And of course, I'm not looking to go unnoticed anymore. And it's funny, like, I I mean, there was a time, the majority of my adult life, where up up until I started using the tools of access, that I lived the lie that I did want that. Like, I didn't want anybody to see me. I didn't want anybody to notice me. I didn't want um, anything. Like, fame and fortune would have been like, absolutely no. And how wrong it would have been in my world to even consider it. And it's not that I was brought up, you know, my parents weren't like, don't, you know, they never said don't want that or don't, like, it wasn't ever that. But it also was not, you know, differences weren't celebrated, like probably 99.9% of every other household. Differences were a lot of times, you know, made wrong in a sense, like I don't, my parents weren't like the, you know, the judgmental or the, the, you know, telling me what to do. They, they weren't that. And I'm extremely aware. So if it was going on in their head about me, it, or, you know, sometimes of course, things were said verbally, such as the time, if you're my Facebook friend, you would have seen, uh, that when I was in grade 12, I had, uh, spike on degrassi hair now you have to be probably my age to know who that is but there used to be a tv show but and probably my age and canadian because it was a canadian tv show and uh and she had like i guess i don't know if they're called a mohawk i don't know my hair was like straight up seven and a half inches long um yeah, I mean, it was freaking awesome. I still love, that's probably one of my favorite hairstyles of all. And we were going out for supper. We were in, in the city, because I come from a town, population of 500. Uh, so we were in the city and we were walking in and it was, it's called Bonanza, this restaurant. And again, I think I'm really dating myself because I don't even know if they're still open. And we were walking in and my dad said to me, I will pay for your meal, but please sit at a different table and I know that sounds really rude like you do you think my dad is horrible he's not he just doesn't like attention brought to him and I'm sure it was horrifying for him to be with me looking like that the unfortunate thing is he said the wrong thing to me like really if he said I'd really like to talk to you about school and and what's going on in your life so can you make sure to sit right beside me I would have sat in another, well, hell, I would have went to a different restaurant. Uh, But the way that he said that, of course, I sat beside him. So, you know, even though he said that, even though I sat right beside him, of course, I took it as the message of, I'm wrong. And this being different is wrong. And it wasn't like I had the hair to, to be wrong, like to make him wrong or to make him uncomfortable. Like that was never it. I just have always had this sense of, I don't know, maybe we could call it extreme. I have no idea what it's called. Like, where does the desire to have turquoise lipstick come from? Like, (laughs) what is that? And I'm not making myself wrong in any way. I love that. I love that. I love that stuff. And I remember somebody saying once to me, and this was like before I've even embraced all this. This is probably like 10 years ago. And I was wearing some pink eyeshadow, but very mild. Like, you know, I had to close my eyes if you wanted to see it type of thing. And she said to me, Wow, I wish I could do that. And I, I I didn't even know what she was talking about. I said, do what? Like, what do you mean? And she said, oh, wear pink eyeshadow. And I was like, you can't? What are you allergic? Like, what the fuck? And she was like, oh, no, no. Like, that's just too much. Like, that's too extreme. I'm like, wow. Isn't that interesting? And that was way back then. I mean, I can't about imagine what she'd think of my turquoise lipstick. And I didn't take it as wrong. Like when she said it, I kind of thought she was a bit crazy because there was nothing extreme about the eyeshadow. Uh, and so it's just like, you know, what if we celebrate that? Like, what if we're willing to be the difference we truly be? Um, like, from, from a celebration of it. Like, maybe you like tattoos. Maybe you like piercings. Maybe you like, uh, you know, really fun clothes. Maybe you like different cars. Maybe you like decorating your house a certain way. Maybe, like, w- whatever it is for you. Like, what if you celebrate that and instead of pretending that it's n- less than or pretending that you're mediocre or that you fit in, because, you know, <laughs> you don't. <laughs> Newsflash, you don't fit in. (laughs) Newsflash, you don't want to fit in. Like, really, you don't want to. And I know I convinced myself for years that I wanted to fit in. That that was the right way. That that was the only way. And it's just such such a crock of shit. Like, look at the people that you're asking to fit in with. Do you really? (laughs) Do you really want to fit in with them? Like... Really? (laughs) I don't think so either. I think that it is, you know, again, like a huge who does this belong to? Like so many people just kind of operating on autopilot of what they would like in their life and what you're supposed to have in your life. Like truly, I know that hubby and I who, you know, just celebrated our 20th wedding anniversary We have one of the most unusual, well, I shouldn't say most unusual because it's not that, but it can be. I mean, for a lot of marriages, it is a very different marriage and we're very much our own people and we very much enjoy having time together and we very much do not have a point of view if the other is going to go do something that they would like to do. Like we don't have this kind of I have to be with you or you're supposed to be like this or or I mean, even the way we live in terms of the house. He does everything. I do my business. <laughs> How did I get so lucky? Like I, I, I and I'm so grateful for it because none of that stuff did I ever love. I did it, you know, the cooking, the cleaning, the errands, all the groceries. I mean, everything. I did it, of course. That's what you're supposed to do. Um, and not, I guess, probably not everybody gets that mer- that message. Uh, and that's just what we did. And, and then a few years ago when he retired and we looked at, you know, how can this work? It was like, well, what if you do that stuff that he loves to do for the most part? I mean, there's, of course, some pieces he doesn't necessarily love to do. But for the most part, he loves to do it. And you do what you love. I do what I love. And who the hell cares what this reality says it should look like and most people do have like it's just different like each one of us if you really allowed yourself to be honest with you of what you would like your whether it's your career your your body your home life your everything like if you really were willing to be honest with you would it be the way it is you know, would you like it to be different? I mean, we're, we're brought up saying you have to buy a house. You get married, you buy a house, you have kids, like all of those things. And it's like, do you? <laughs> do you? Like, what would you like? Maybe you don't desire a house. Maybe you would desire a place where somebody else takes care of everything, like a condo or something. You know, I've thought about that. Like if, if hubby ever left, what would I do? Because the stuff that he does... Like oh my god, I could there's I don't even want to begin to uh, to do that, and especially now in a house that has a swimming pool, like the amount of time that he put into getting it ready for winter, oh my god, and I said to him after I said thank you so so much honey because like chances are he'll go in it two or three times next year. Like he's, he's not a big swimmer. Uh, So then, you know, he did all of that for me. And his response back was, you're welcome. And next year you're not allowed to get out of it. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm I'm pretty sure he's kidding. Uh, And will I want to, who knows? But like, really, like if you look at the areas of your life, have you checked, are they, are they what work for you? or would you like them to be different? You know, maybe, maybe you've been asking for uh, a marriage with one person that lights you up, but really what you desire is, is five or six different lovers in different cities that you travel to on a regular basis. Like, what if that's okay? Right, like you just don't have to tell people. Again, you wanna be aware of what people can receive. And and probably not a lot of people can receive that, not because it's wrong, because it's not wrong, but probably because they haven't been honest with themselves. So they may have got married or, you know, connected themselves with one person, but really they would like more. And so when you choose it, you know, it might bring up something for them. But what if we don't have to tell people what we choose? Like, really, one of the funny things that... um, That I recognized in myself yesterday, I had some family coming to just to, they were just passing through and they wanted to see the house and, you know, have a quick visit and stuff. And as I was kind of tidying up in the bedroom after I got dressed, I was like, oh, I didn't realize that I had, I'm going to kind of call some embarrassment around it. But after traveling in Europe for, I don't know, probably two years, hubby and I finally had the awareness that one big duvet for two of us doesn't actually work cuz I like it up around my neck and and like pulled up all the way and he likes it down kind of by his chest so it's covering his feet he's a very tall man so <laughs> we would often fight because I, it, it, you can't pull one duvet that way, uh, that, you know, in such different directions. And so after we traveled in Europe for so long, uh, we've, and most places like Airbnbs and some hotels even that we went to actually had two duvets on one king size bed. And finally, we're like, we should do this at home. And I mean, oh my God, I I swear it saved our marriage some mornings because it was just so frustrating. And, and now we have these two duvets. And so yesterday, as as I was tidying up after I got dressed, I was like, you know, I had some embarrassment about having two duvets. And I was like, Okay, what? like where whos is that? that's not my embarrassment. Like I'm celebrating this and you know, recognizing what people might put to that, like just the interestingness of, again, trying to fit in when cognitively, I know I don't. <laughs> I know how different I am, and in that kind of moment of, oh my gosh, they're gonna see we have two different um cover like f- so. Like so what? It was just really interesting and kind of laughed and, and cleared it and thought no, I am so grateful to have two. There's times we go places now and and there's just one and it's like oh damn, I wish I <laughs> wish I had my own again. Uh, so you know it's like really, what would you like different in your life? And are you willing to choose that? Are you willing to be so beyond mediocre? Which I did a radio show a couple of weeks ago. Um, which is awesome. You may want to go check that out. Like, are you willing to be that different so that you can really choose what works for you? You don't have to do what everybody else does just because everybody else does it. And maybe there is somebody, you know, maybe you have a partner too, and maybe it is, you know, something that would involve them. What if you're at least willing to have the conversation? Because maybe they're thinking it too, like, I mean, and it's so funny to me because never in a million years, if we wouldn't have traveled in Europe and kind of time after time after time had two separate duvets, I don't know if we'd ever thought of having two. Like, even though it caused a lot of frustration, I don't know if it would have ever crossed our mind as a possibility, which, I mean, it sounds so funny. And, and I wonder what it would be like to actually just know that something didn't work for you. And one like in that moment of knowing it, like wonder what else is possible. Like I wonder what it would be like for it just to be really quick. Yeah, everything not brought up like a start, I'm great at all. Right, wrong, good bet on lane, Papak shorts, boys, meons. And of course I'm always grateful for you know, seeing other people do something different or live a different way and go, oh, wow, that's really cool. Or, you know, I'm thinking of years ago when I traveled to China and there, um, in some of the places we went, they didn't have toilets, which was very normal. Like that's how it's more of a kind of like a squatting type of a thing. And that, you know what? I don't actually have a desire not to have a toilet. Like that was really uncomfortable for me. So that doesn't work. You know, maybe that's, you know, that's just, maybe that would work for you. Like what, what does that look like? And I remember we were on a train. My friend wanted me to kind of have the experience of, of the train. Oh God. Oh yeah. Anyway, you know what? I'm not even going to talk about it because the bathroom in there was just something that even though it's been, I went there in 2004, so it's been 13 years. I still can't erase that memory from my mind. So yeah. So you can, you know check it out. If you love things, you know, how can you create them for you? And if you don't also, you know, choice creates the awareness of that too. But it's like, what, what would your life be like if you were willing to actually be the awesomeness that you truly be like actually go way, way, way beyond mediocre? Yeah, anything that doesn't allow that way to store and create it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, podcast shorts, boys, and beyonds. And please start acknowledging all the places that you are not mediocre, my friends. Because, man, you are not. And you might have tried to convince yourself that you're not. I used to convince, like, like, seriously believe I was shy. <laughs> I can't that's the most ridiculous thing even at 17 I had hair that stood seven and a half inches tall you can't be shy with hair like that like come on and yet that's what I convinced myself as and there's still times, certainly when there's a big group or that sort of you know like there, there is that energy of shy comes up but it's actually not what I'm so aware of now is that I'm infinitely aware so I'm aware of everybody's um you know, uh, uncomfortableness and shyness or, you know, like judgment of themselves in a group. And I've never been willing to be aware that it was awareness before. I just always thought it was mine. So on that note, we are off to break.
2: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Did you know that
0: Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities and awesomeness? From across Europe, New York to California, Australia and across Canada, along with her beautiful acreage near Edmonton, Alberta. Plus, you can also join many of Glenise's phenomenal classes live streamed from the comfort of your home. Check Glenice's schedule at GleniseHughes.com. If you would like Glenice to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities, GleniseHughes.com.
3: Did you know that Glenice travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does
0: tuned in to the glennys show want to find out more about what glennys and the show are about visit glennyshues.com again that's g l e n y c e h u e s.com now back to our show
1: welcome back everybody so we are talking about the three ways to avoid fame and fortune way number 1 is make sure you're not being all of you Way number two, make sure you stay mediocre. And way number three is do not receive judgment. (laughs) Resist and react to it all you can. (laughs) Everything that brings up, lead a story and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, pock, shorts, boys and beyonds. Which, of course, means if you would like to be rich and famous, you could actually be all of you. You could choose to be the awesomeness you truly be. And you could actually be willing to receive judgment. And I have done so many shows about judgment. Uh, so many shows about judgment. Because what... I am so aware of is the more of it that you're willing to receive, the more you will actually create in your life. Like I truly never had the sense prior to studying access consciousness, what receive it, like the, the choice of receiving judgment. I really always <laughs> thought it was like, no judgment. You just don't like that's, that's the, that's the rule. You do not receive it. You do not um, embrace it, you do not drop your barriers to it, you fight it, you defend against it, you stop it, you, all of this crazy, and it's like, no, like, no, people judge you to control you. Yeah. So how many jails are you using to create the domination of E equals MC squared with regards to being controlled? Are you choosing everything that is, we destroy and created all times a godzillion? right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, shorts, boys, and beyond. And then if you're willing to receive it, you actually will be all of you and you won't choose mediocre. Like really, you won't look at, oh, I shouldn't say that, I shouldn't do that. Uh, Facebook's been a really interesting thing, what I've seen people like, like there's people who won't even put their profile picture, like a picture of them as their profile picture because they don't want people to to judge them. And and I don't have a point of, like doesn't matter to me except a lot of times people are like that and they're in business. So they're coming to me for business coaching or they're in one of my business programs or something and then they're like, "Oh no, I can't have my my real photo in my in my profile picture." What? Like <laughs> that That is not the willingness to receive judgment or people like I'll go to their Facebook business page and it will be all about their business and no name. There will be no identification of who the business like is run by, which again is so interesting to me. And not wrong, just so if you have that or you don't have a profile picture or whatever, like, it's not wrong. It's just so often it's from that energy of, I can't receive the judgment. What would they say? What do people do? How, like, how, how will they talk about me? And, you know, people are going to talk about you anyway. And I'm sorry to say that, but people are going to talk about you anyway Like, I I look at the town that I grew up in, it's Turtleford, Saskatchewan, um, and population 500. So, you know, I'll go and visit my parents and maybe we'll go for coffee with some of their friends or we'll be, you know, maybe even with my other family members or in other situations where there's a group of people. And often it's like, oh, you know, did you hear that so-and-so's daughter, um, now she's doing this and she's got this going, like, And they're talking about somebody who actually has no relevance in their world at all. And I don't mean talking about her like, and she's horrible and she's this and like, I don't mean that, but like they're just talking about her and they're like, Oh, and she just had a son. Well, is she married yet? No, she's not married. Oh my gosh. She's not married yet. Like it's like, Oh my God, people. (laughs) like It's so interesting. So people are going to talk about you anyway. Like, what if you, what if you allowed it? What if you had fun with it? What if you were willing to receive the judgment? Yeah, how much money could it make you? We talk about it a lot in Access where if you're willing to receive judgment without the need to defend, your income will actually go up by $5,000 for each judgment. If you're not willing to receive the judgment, and you defend or you agree or you, you know, do any of that sort of kind of energy, your income actually goes down by $10,000 for every judgment that you be like that with. So (laughs) what if people were talking about what you did for a living? Like, what if they were talking about that and they thought that it was wrong? And they said, oh, you know, they shouldn't be doing that. They should be doing something different. That's wrong that they're doing that. They need to be doing something different. One, what the fuck does it mean about you? (laughs) Nothing. It means nothing about you. Two, what does it mean about them? (laughs) They don't have enough going on in their life that they have to talk about somebody else or they judge them or maybe you're doing something in your life that they would like to be doing but they're not willing to acknowledge that they would like to do it. So they make you wrong for it because you're showing them that it's possible to do something different. Everything that is, we destroyed and created it all, right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop, shorts, boys and beyonds. Either way, it doesn't matter. If you receive that without a point of view, how much money could you actually have show up in your life as if by magic? Yeah. I mean, if you're familiar with access consciousness, look at Gary and Dane. Get a sense of how much judgment they receive every day, all day. Whether it is directed at them verbally like face to face or email or text or newspaper articles or just energetically. There is judgment there all day long and it goes both ways. Judgment <laughs> judgment that are perfect and that and and they have chance the answer to the spouse' problems and mm-hmm. judgment, judgment judgment are the horrific, horrific and when they cult. 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 Either way, it is making them money and for everyone they're willing to receive without a point of view. Look at Oprah. Like, how much judgment has that woman received? And, you know, when I say received, a little bit differently probably than, say, Gary and Dane, just because I've been in classes with them, you know, they've talked openly about it. Some they can receive easily, sometimes not so much. Oprah, I don't really know personally. I mean, that'd be cool. What would that take? How much fun would that be to have a conversation with Oprah? yum. And I'm totally willing to receive the judgment for that. Uh, So, you know, I don't necessarily know what her process is with all of that. She's talked on different shows and stuff. And and I know that she talks to her friend Gail every day or used to anyway. Uh, So, you know, maybe she has a process to, to, to receive it or to be with it or to not make it about her. I don't know. And she's obviously doing something right because the woman is... I don't know if she's the richest woman on the planet or the richest person on the planet. I don't know. But she's got a lot of money. So it's like, what if you could receive that much? Like, what if just receiving judgment could make you money? Yeah. Like, so often we apologize for who we are or what we've created or we downplay it, you know, it's so interesting, even with this, this beautiful acreage at the swimming pool and, you know, just all of it that just lights me up. Somebody will come over, somebody will say something, and there's times where I just almost, and I haven't chose it yet, but it's it kind of come up in my brain and then I choose to stop myself. But the energy of like, oh yeah, but, oh, but we, like, no, actually, no, thank you, <laughs> thank you. I was actually think of a, a friend who uh, said to me, I was wearing a, a pretty necklace when I was uh, facilitating. And she said to me, oh my gosh, I really like your necklace. That's gorgeous. And I'm like, oh, thank you. I was really worried that it was going to make noise because it kind of jingles. And I wasn't sure like if wearing it all day would be annoying or not. So I, you know, I was, but I, t- I like I wore it and today was great. It wasn't even annoying. And it's like, <laughs> how much of her compliment did I receive? <laughs> Yeah, none of it. None of it. And this was only just a few months ago. Like, it was so interesting. As I walked away, I was like, well, that was interesting, Gladys. Like, wow, what a choice that was. Not right, not wrong, just a choice. And the recognition that, wow, okay, okay. There's places I'm still not willing to receive, you know, a compliment. It's not that a compliment is a judgment, but that's a, that's a same energy of, are you willing to receive it? You know, are you willing to receive adoration? Are you willing to receive hatred? Like what, if you have to make either one about you, chances are you won't receive it or you're potentially putting yourself in a place of judgment. And what I mean by that is if somebody adores you and tells you how amazing you are and how grateful they are for you, and you make that about you, then if somebody doesn't say that, then you're going to judge you based on that. So it's like whether people love you or hate you, it actually has nothing to do with you. Because I have done that with Gary and Dane both there's times where I've just like loved them, adored them, put them on pedestals. They were the answer. They were the solution. They were everything. And then I've actually done the opposite too. <laughs> like, <laughs> and it wasn't because they were choosing different. There was nothing. It was where I was at. It was where what I was willing to be. It was what I wasn't willing to receive or was willing to receive. It just depended what was going on. And so it's so interesting, even if you look at that in your own life, you know, when you judge somebody, is that anything about that person? And if we didn't make judgment significant, how much more could we receive? Yeah, right, 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 right wrong, good, bad, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And it was interesting because I, um, I have this gal in my life that that uh, like a client that sometimes is around and and she she likes to be right. And, um, you know, like most people on the planet, and not that I don't like to be right, don't get me wrong. Uh, I'm a lot more aware of that now for myself. And, and so there's times where I'm at s- with so much ease when she has to be right. It's like, Oh, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, she's right. Like, you're right. I'm wrong. I get like, no big deal. Like, it's, it's total ease, joy and glory for me and then there's other times where I'm still aware that she needs to be right, but I need to be writer. (laughs) And it's so interesting to me. And I just realized last week, as I was looking at that, it's like, when I, when I choose the opposite of what I know will create more, which is I have to be writer, uh, what I recognize is those situations are places that I'm, um, I'm aligning and agreeing with her rightness. Like, it's like, her judgment of me in those situations, I'm aligning and agreeing with, so then I'm going into defense of them. So cool, great information. Doesn't mean any of it's true, it's not. It's just a bunch of crazy. And this is a whole different possibility. You know, this is a whole different space of like, oh, okay, cool. So I'm aligning and agreeing. Okay, I'm just trying to create that. Now, what can I choose? Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm wrong. Cool. Like, there's no charge on it anymore. And I did a whole radio show called The Greatest Manipulation You Will Never Use. Notice the um, manipulation in, in the title. <laughs> and I will put that actually in the show notes a link to that because it's, it's a number of years ago uh, that, that I did that show. And I'll put a link and you can go and listen to that or download it if you like. You do have to fast forward through the first 10 minutes. The audio is really crackly. I'm not sure what happened and I've just never re-recorded it. So if you just zip on 10 minutes, then you can listen to the rest with, it's totally fine. I have no clue what occurred. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, it's just that willingness to be judged, the willingness to not take it personal, the willingness to, it, it doesn't mean you're a doormat, you know? So if somebody's yelling, you know, how horrible you are to your face, like it doesn't mean you have to stand there and take it. You can also say, Hey, thanks for sharing when this is over for you, come and find me and let's have a conversation or, you know, whatever needs to be said. doesn't mean you, you allow abuse by any means, but you also don't defend against it. Just, just be with it. For some people, saying to them, you're, you're totally right and I'm wrong wouldn't actually create more. So again, Go check out the, the greatest manipulation you'll never use because that's a whole show on that one tool because it's a brilliant tool if you're willing to use it. Uh, and it will also assist you to receive more judgment, which then, if you'd like to be rich and famous, you can actually choose it. And again, famous doesn't have to be the famous that you probably have you know, got in your head around famous. It can actually just be famous in your own life, in your living If you have a business famous in in your business or in the area of your career, like the willingness to be, the willingness to be it all. Yeah. So everything that doesn't allow you to be the fame and fortune that you truly be, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt shorts, boys and beyonds. And what lies, judgments, and viewpoints have you entrenched and imposed for four trillion years to guarantee and ensure your lack of fame and fortune? Everything that is, we destroy and created all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt shorts, boys and beyonds. How many choices have you made which have no future potentials in them, to make sure you never create a future with fame and fortune. Everything that is, We to start and create all times a Godzillion. Right, wrong, good bad, all nine, podpo shorts, boys and beyonds? And what judgment are you refusing to receive that if you would receive it, would change all realities and non-realities and manifest as being rich? famous, and sought after forever. Everything that is, we destroy and uncreate all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, potpock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And what brain waves are you refusing to be that would allow you to be rich and famous for all eternity? Everything that that is, we destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, papak shorts, boys, and beyonds. And what lust are you refusing that you truly could be choosing that if you would choose it, would change all realities and non-realities and manifest as being rich, famous, and sought after forever? Everything that is, we distort and create all times a gazillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, papak shorts, boys, and beyonds. And what energy, space, and consciousness can you and your body be to be the rich, famous, sought-after being that you truly be. Anything that doesn't allow that to show up as if by magic, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Awesome. And, uh, some of the radio shows over the years, not all of them, but some of them have clearing loops that you can now purchase on my site. So if you just go to the radio show in the radio show section, it will, if it has a clearing loop that, that goes with it, you can, um, just click right. You'll see the, the, there's an image there. You can just click there and you can go and buy it. It's $9 and 99 cents Canadian. Uh, but again, not all shows have them. So All right. Have a wonderful week, sweet friends. And I look forward to chatting with you next week. Thank you for making The
0: Glenise Show part of your life. Listen again next week, Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and continue changing your life.